Healthy Heritage Walks. Welcome to Barnet Healthy Heritage Walks. These walks are designed to provide a gentle stroll of around 5 to 10 kilometres or 3 to 6 miles, approximately 5,000 to 10,000 steps, taking in a few buildings and sites of interest and where possible using green spaces and footpaths. East Finchley to New Southgate Walk This walk is in one direction from East Finchley to New Southgate, passing through Islington and St Pancras Cemetery, Coppets Wood and eventually arriving in Fryan Park at the building which was previously Coney Hatch Asylum. There are eight stops on the tour. The walk is approximately 4.3 kilometres or 2.7 miles. We would ask you to take care walking through the cemetery area and not to stray from the roads into the undergrowth as this may be unsafe. The entrance to the cemetery and the start of the walk is accessible from the high road by the 263 bus. The closest bus stops are Oak Lane, bus stops F or J, or Chandos Road, bus stops G or H. The nearest underground station is East Finchley on the Northern Line, which is six minutes by bus from East Finchley, bus stop F, or a 15 minute walk north along the high road. There is a wide variety of shops and amenities along the high road should you need refreshments for your walk. Please check cemetery opening times on their website. Audio Tour Part 1 Islington and St Pancras Cemetery You are standing at the entrance of the Islington and St Pancras Cemetery on Viaduct Road. Opened in 1854 by two inner London boroughs and still separately administered, this was the first cemetery created as a direct consequence of the Metropolitan Burials Act. That act was brought in to alleviate health problems caused by overcrowded burial grounds in central London. Once part of Finchley Common, the original 87-acre cemetery has now expanded to cover 190 acres. There are hundreds of thousands of people buried in its grounds, and it is said to be the most densely populated cemetery in Europe. As you walk along Viaduct Road, keep to the left-hand side and be aware of vehicles entering or leaving the cemetery. Follow the road round to your left onto Circular Road until you reach the chapel, which is point two on your map. Now, pause the audio tour until you arrive at the chapel. Audio tour part two, the chapel. The chapel in front of you, with its 100-foot spire, was designed by Barnet & Birch Limited. The company specialised in cemetery design. They also laid out and landscaped the ground of the cemetery. The first burial was conducted in August 1854. Interesting burials include Henry Croft, the original Pearly King. Croft was born in St Pancras Workhouse in 1861 and died in the same workhouse in 1930. He was a council road sweeper and rat catcher who decorated his clothes with mother-of-pearl buttons in order to show off and to help him raise money for charity. He became the Pearly King when he won a competition in 1883 for the flashiest youth in London. Pearly Kings and Queens grew into an important charitable tradition among London's costermongers, street vendors of fruit and vegetables, even appearing in the opening parade of the 2012 Summer Olympic Games in London. Another famous burial is the artist Ford Maddox-Brown, 
who lived from 1821 to 1893. He painted the morally improving and historical pictures, The Last of England, depicting an emigrating couple in 1855, and work which he laboured on over a long period in the 1850s and 1860s. His magnificent Manchester murals decorate the interior of that city's town hall. His works are regarded as masterpieces of the pre-Raphaelite Brotherhood style, an influential art movement of the 19th century. The strangest funeral? That of the well-loved clown Billy Walton in 1897. As per his wishes, his cortege was accompanied to the grave by his fellow circus artists performing, sword swallowers, tumblers and trick pony riders. His hearse was one of the gaudy circus wagons, and the circus band played Down Among the Dead Men Let Him Lie. There are accessible toilets in the chapel should you need to use them. From Circular Road, continue to your right past the chapel and head down Centre Avenue. On the left-hand side, you will pass a bench facing the road. A little further on, you will come to another wooden bench painted grey and against a tree. Set a little back from this is a grave with a parachutist depicted on it which is point three on your map. Now pause the audio tour until you arrive at this grave. Audio tour part three, the parachutist. At first glance, the grave appears to be that of Harry Gardner, the Lyceum clown, but the figure is that of Alfred Edwin Smith, or possibly his wife, Ellen Countess Smith. They were a couple who performed parachute jumps together in the 1890s and 1900s. Note that the parachutist holds on to the parachute rather than being strapped up. Continue down Centre Avenue past East Road on your left and a white building on your right until you spot the rather grand Mond Mausoleum from the junction of Centre Avenue and Joint Road, which is point four on your map. Now pause the audio tour until you reach the Mond Mausoleum. Audio tour part four, the Mond Mausoleum. From the junction of Centre Avenue and Joint Road on your left, it is easy to spot the large Mont Mausoleum to your right and up a small hill ahead of you. Thomas Brudel, who lived from 1884 to 1970, designed this striking building in the Ionic style and it is based on the ancient temple of Nemesis in Attica in Greece. The materials are granite and Portland stone with a pediment supported by two fluted Ionic columns. It was built for Ludwig Mond, who lived 1839 to 1909, a very successful German-born industrial chemist who moved to Britain in 1867. Mond pioneered improvements in several fields of production, including the recovery of harmful sulphur from byproducts of alkali production for the textile industry, large-scale soda ash manufacturing, and cheap coal gas for industrial heating, Mond gas. His discovery of nickel carbonyl enabled the commercial extraction of nickel from ore, leading to the successful international operations spanning mines in Canada to refineries in Wales. His companies included the Mond Nickel Company and Brunner Mond and Company, the latter being one of four highly respected companies that merged in 1926 to form ICI, Imperial Chemical Industries, one of the UK's leading industrial powerhouses. Mond was noted for his generous gifts to charity and donation to the National Gallery of a fine collection of 42 Italian paintings. A room there is named after him. He has a portrait in the National Portrait Gallery and a statue in front of his company's factory in Winnington, Cheshire. 
the Royal Society of Chemistry still awards the Ludwig Mond Prize Award for outstanding research in any aspect of inorganic chemistry. Now, continue to the left down Joint Road. You will walk past turnings into Middle Road and New Road. Take the second left onto Roman Road and continue until you come to a small mausoleum on the right depicting a car crash. The Malaysia Mausoleum, which is 0.5 on your map. Now pause the audio tour until you reach the Malaysia Mausoleum. Audio Tour Part 5 The Malaysia Mausoleum You are standing in the Roman Catholic section of the cemetery, which was added in the 1890s and originally had a chapel of its own. The friezes which surround the doorway show the death of Letizia Malesi. Letizia was brought up in Ireland but of Italian parents and married Gaetano Malesi, a prosperous Italian wine merchant living in Shepherd's Bush. In 1913, Letizia was run over by a motor taxi cab on Hoban Viaduct on leaving church. She is depicted being borne aloft by angels as it was believed she went straight to heaven, having just been to confession and in a state of grace, free from sin. Gaetano commissioned the family mausoleum in 1922. He died in the spring of 1950. Continue to the end of Roman Road and turn right into Brook Road. Continue until you reach the back entrance of the cemetery. Please note, there are accessible toilets in the red brick building to your left, just before you exit the cemetery, should you need to use them. Turn left out of the cemetery, where you will find the North Circular Road. Walk along the pavement to your left, and take the footbridge across the busy North Circular. Once on the other side, facing the North Circular, continue to your left with bushes and wooden fencing on your left and the road on your right until you reach the steps into Coppets Wood on your left, which is point six on your map. Now pause the audio tour until you reach the entry point of Cleveland and Coppets Wood Nature Reserve, identifiable by an old information board at the top of the steps. Audio tour part six, Coppets Wood. Coppets Wood, as it appears today, is not as old as many think. It is not on any maps prior to the 1860s, when other well-known local woods, most notably Coldfall Woods, are mentioned. It was once part of a large wooded area known as Finchley Wood that later became a common, the kind of place where fist fights or horse races might be held, or where highwaymen might prey on unwary travellers. Coppets Wood appears on the Ordnance Survey of 1863, as a well-laid-out plantation with straight paths leading through it. It was probably established by William Curtis of Halliwick Manor in Coney Hatch, whose grandfather had purchased the plot during the enclosure of Finchley Common around 1816. By the 1870s, the wood had deteriorated. It is the location of the shocking Finchley Wood murder. In 1882, a gypsy, Peter Butler, who was looking for ponies that had strayed away from his camp, found the murdered body of Enoch Clark. Clark and another man called John Baker were two criminals from London who had burgled a local house the night before and retired to the woods to split their ill-gotten gains. They started to drink some of the wine that they had stolen, and whilst drunk, Baker, believing that Clark had been having an affair with his wife whilst he had been in prison, took the opportunity to murder his rival by brutally hacking him to death. Continue along the woodland trail through the nature reserve, notable as a haven for fine specimens of oak, sweet chestnut, hazel and hornbeam trees, as well as grasslands and small ponds that attract many small mammals, birds and insects. Turn right at the path T-junction. You will reach a fork in the path. Follow the path round to the left.
Continue down some steps with a metal handrail on your left. You will come out on Coney Hatch Lane, opposite the Betty and Asher Loftus Centre, part of a campus of social welfare facilities managed by Jewish care, including Rose Trees and Lady Sarah Cohen House. Cross over the road and turn left. Continue walking up Coney Hatch Lane to Fry and Barnet, then turn right onto Fry and Barnet Road, which is point seven on your map. Now pause the audio tour until you reach Fry and Barnet Road. Audio tour part seven, Fry and Barnet Old Town Hall. As the local resident population grew and travellers passed through, a commercial centre developed around the intersection of Fry and Barnet Lane and Coney Hatch Lane with Woodhouse Road and Fry and Barnet Road. This junction also became the location for the town hall for a new local council created in 1895, although the building you see today dates from the early 1940s. With its distinctive pared-down appearance, pale brown brickwork and clock on an octagonal copper-green lantern, its architectural style draws on the contemporary minimalist style popular in parts of continental Europe and was influenced by the design of Watford Town Hall. The Grade II listed building now serves as a residential apartment block with several features retained that recalled its role as council premises and as a wartime government nerve centre. Continue to walk east along Fry and Barnet Road, past White School on your left and St John the Evangelist Church on your right. St John's Church was built from 1890 as a chapel of ease for the ever-enlarging local Anglican community. In part, the design is modelled on a church in Germany admired by the first vicar. The Gothic Revival-style building was designed by J. L. Pearson, completed after his death by his son, and finally consecrated in 1911. This Grade II listed church contains fine stained glass by Clayton and Bell. Please visit the church website for opening times. Across the road is Fry and Barnet Community Library in a Tudor-style building dating from 1933. A public lending library first opened in 1934 and today the building houses an even wider range of community activities. Proceed along Fry and Barnet Road until you reach the entrance to Princess Park Manor which is point eight on your map. Now pause the audio tour until you reach Princess Park Manor, previously Coney Hatch Asylum. Audio Tour Part 8 Coney Hatch Asylum The large building in front of you was originally Coney Hatch Lunatic Asylum, a psychiatric hospital for the poor of Middlesex, which then included parts of London. It was in operation from 1851 to 1993, and at its height, the hospital was home to 2,500 patients. The building was commissioned by the Middlesex Court of Magistrates, who were responsible for the mental health care in the first half of the 19th century. Look for the triple swords, or sacks, in the triangular pediment above the main entrance of the building, the coat of arms of the County of Middlesex. It was the second Middlesex County Asylum after Hanwell in West London. The architect was Samuel Dawkes, whose Italianate corridor plan design was based on advice of John Connolly, the superintendent of the first Middlesex County Asylum. The foundation stone was laid in 1849 by Prince Albert, consort of Queen Victoria, and the completed building was opened on 17th of July 1851 
again by Prince Albert. The estate had its own water supply, chapel, cemetery, gasworks and brewery, as well as a 75-acre farm estate for patients' therapeutic use. When first opened, it was the largest hospital in the world and boasted the longest corridor until the 20th century. It started with a regime of relatively benign care in line with Dr John Connolly's teachings, which avoided the use of restraints, but the hospital ceased to be able to continue such care as the population of the asylum nearly doubled in the first ten years and restraints had to be reintroduced. The name was changed in the 1940s to Fryan Hospital and it closed in the early 1990s. The hospital buildings were converted in the 2000s into 250 luxury apartments set in 30 acres of private parkland under the name Princess Park Manor. The development attracts a wide variety of residents these days, including several media celebrities. The adjacent farm estate has been redeveloped into 700 executive homes and townhouses known as Fryan Village. This is the end of the audio tour. To make your way home, there are several bus routes from Bellevue Road bus stops. If you are travelling towards Edgware, 221 bus or Mill Hill, 382 bus, via North Finchley, remain on the same side of the road as Princess Park Manor. Standing with the large building behind you, you will find the bus stop to your left. To travel in the opposite direction, towards Turnpike Lane Station, 221 bus, or Southgate, 382 bus, the bus stop is located on the other side of the road to your right. New Southgate National Rail Station is nearby. Turn right out of Princess Park Manor, along Fry and Barnet Road and turn right into Station Road, A109. This should take approximately five minutes on foot. For the nearest tube station or other bus routes, Arnus Grove on the Piccadilly Line is a 13-minute walk. Turn right out of Princess Park Manor along Fry and Barnet Road, then at the Bedstyle Circus Roundabout, turn right into Bowes Road, A1110, continue down Bowes Road until Arnus Grove appears on the left. We hope you enjoyed this walk. Perhaps you might like to try one of our other walks in the Barnet Healthy Heritage Walks programme. Please visit our website www.barnet.gov.uk forward slash heritage walks to find out more. If you would like to give feedback or comments or make suggestions on the walk, please do get in touch. Details are on the website.